the college experience weekend preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get on all the college basketball and NBA action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet, and if you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's monkeyknifefight.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the NBA frauds contest on the NBA odds pod. We're giving away a thousand dollars. If you're able to identify the frauds for the second half of the NBA season, go to sgpn.io backslash NBA frauds. That's sgpn.io backslash NBA frauds. Yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is uh, Colby Swinging Dantabase Dant, aka Pick Dundee in the motherfucking place to be. And I'm here. And I'm in beautiful, lovely, charming Dayton, Ohio. And that means, that means we got a special guest. You haven't heard this guy since late October. He's a legend in his own right. He makes his, he's a pick Dundee original. He's uh he's on the spreadsheet. He's got a better locks record than me and Patty C might've been better in football too. Might've Possibly. Been. I'm not sure. I'm focused. I'm focused on basketball here now. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be beautiful and charming. Dayton is many things. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's beautiful or charming, but I got one thing to say to you. Ah, oh, there we go. Cheers, buddy. We're in the hotel room. We walk back from Dayton stadium. Beautiful and charming is Obi Toppy's Obi Toppin's game. Look, I don't want to say he's beautiful, but I'm saying his game is beautiful. It was beautiful. Is this IPA I'm drinking? <laughs> this uh, this Rheingeist yeah. IPA. You're getting a German. You're getting us a German fucking IPA. If I can go all, all beer geek on you, I believe the Rheingeist is where the German laws, like back in the day, which dictated what ingredients could be in beer. Wow, I thought the, I here I thought it was the World League football team back in Germany. <laughs> that was the Rhine Fire. The Rhine Fire. There Close. we go. Same difference. M- maybe Geist is German for. Maybe fire. they have a liquor like Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> And they got a Ryan fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Why not? There you go. How you doing, pal? It's been a long time. Get close. Do me a favor and hug that microphone a little bit. All right. Get into that microphone. Make love to this microphone. Yes. You know, well, you know, the Dayton basketball game was a very 
positive experience. You're wearing a Dayton Flyer hat as we talk. Rocking the gear. Got to. Um, stadium was great. Fans were great. There's not a bad season in that fucking house, dude. Yeah, it was a cozy, you know, it's not like it's not, you know, like a Final Four game where you play in some big arena. Um, it was a yeah, cozy environment, uh, but the place was lit. The team came out and just, I mean, put it all on them. They never trailed. They, just they never trailed. From, from the get-go, was it like 17 14, to nothing. nothing or 17, 17 nothing, nothing or something? 17 nothing at one point. Somebody might have said to take the points. I'm not sure who that was. <laughs> Uh, but, um, <laughs> he's talking about both of us. Yeah. Both of us. If you're, if you haven't checked this out, check out the college basketball sports gambling podcast on Slack. We're also on Slack. We're on Twitter. Run all this shit. You know, quick note though. We didn't lock that up. We said yeah. we, we favored taking the points, but we didn't like it enough to actually put real money on it. Uh, uh, Patty C went three and on his lock side. I went two and oh, and you went one and one, right? Patty C did not go three and zero. He did not. UVA blew it for him oh, in the beautiful. worst basketball game I've ever seen. <laughs> there was an overtime. I'll put it like this: there was three air balls in the final the final two minutes of that game. They one from the free throw line. They struggled to break fifty with an extra five minutes of overtime. Yeah, it was 47-47 going into overtime. Jeez, and they won fifty to forty nine. Wow, three to two in overtime. They're going to make the tournament. This team is going to make the tournament. Well, I haven't seen that, that kind of scoring since like the, you know, Dean Smith in the four corners. <laughs> uh, Patty C he's gay, they, but his team is still going to get in the tournament. They're, you know, on one hand, they're a dangerous team because they play that good. The defense, they could beat, they could step up and beat pretty much anybody. But yeah. on the other hand, they could lose to anybody that can score. <laughs> UMBC any could beat them again. They really could. And UMBC is not very good this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. So wh- I got to ask you though. We were at the Dayton game. Are you as sold as I am on the flyers? They're legit. I, I, I've seen them on TV once or twice, seeing them in person. And not only is their starting five that, you know, their starting five can go toe to toe with anybody. Yeah. They got two or three guys coming off the bench where they really don't miss a beat. Uh, got a good big man off the you know, bench. Yeah. We all, we've been saying all year, this is, this year's wide open. There is no reason why Dayton cannot go to the final four. And if you go to the final four, yeah, anything, anything can happen. happen. I mean, to me, like, it's like, you look at, I, it's really hard this year, but you try to think what are the best starting fives? And I really think it comes down. If I really had to pick, it'd be Baylor, Dayton and Kansas. that have the best starting five. I wouldn't argue with that. I, I think Baylor has separated themselves as the best team in the country, not by a wide margin, but I think they've done enough. You know, I mean, big time road wins. I mean, look at look at the teams they've beat. Yeah, it, I mean, it, their I mean, their resume is is Butler, it can't be matched. Villanova to, at Kansas. Texas Tech at Kansas, and, and but what that game at Kansas? This is pre fight. No one was suspended. They won. By like thirteen points or eleven points, and they were in control of that game. Right. They yeah. So they've separated themselves as the best team in the country, but that's that doesn't mean they can't be beaten. Also, yeah. Someone beat them earlier in the year. I forget who. Uh, Gonzaga was it? Who was it? Someone beat them earlier this year. I want to say it was like Texas or Florida. Early on, it was very early on in the well, season. Someone beat them. I why forget. Why don't you talk up these folks and I'll take a look. But look, the point is, is that Dayton. Uh, I mean, I wish we would have seen a better game. I wish we would have seen a better game, honestly, but because it was a blowout and they're the top two teams in the A-10 and Rhode Island, by the way, don't, they're, they're not a shitty team. They might've played bad tonight. This is a team though, that uh, is getting an at-large bid currently in, in Ken Palm's ranking, you know, in the, the, in the, uh, the ESPN bracketology, 
So who was the team that, that beat them? Washington. Wow. Back on the 8th of November, which seems like last year. Yeah, well, that doesn't even count. Well, it was that's almost year. like preseason. There is no preseason in college basketball. Right, yeah, right. It was, it, it was the Armed Forces Classic. It was probably played on like a fucking battleship somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the wind is going on. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really convinced when they played, uh, when Dayton, Dayton lost to Kansas in double overtime in Maui. And I watched that game and I was like, they're as good as anybody. They're as good as anybody that I've seen. Now that was since then Baylor's kind of separated themselves. I think Baylor's the clear. If you listen to the database top 25, Baylor's the clear cut number one. And they've been the clear cut for as much chaos as this year has been college basketball wise. My top five stayed the same for a while now. Yeah, it has kind of, uh, you know, the dust has settled a bit. You know, November was crazy. December was crazy. But the cream has kind of risen to the top here. It's like, I think I have Louisville at five, which people can argue. But everyone else, the top four, it's pretty much the same. It's uh, Dayton, Gonzaga. I'm sorry. It, number one is Baylor, two Gonzaga, three San Diego State, four Dayton for me. Let me ask you this. Who's the best team San Diego State has beaten? Creighton. Who or is? Iowa. One of the two. I mean, solid teams. So yeah. I still have question marks with San Diego State. Um, most of it is, you know, their schedule. The fact that they're on California time and my old ass is sleeping East Coast time. <laughs> uh, so I haven't been able to watch them on TV much. But I do question uh, how good San I, Diego I think State they're is. the most vulnerable because they go through. Like when I watched that Utah State game in San Diego, Utah State was up like eight or nine at halftime mainly because San Diego state went through a drought scoring. Now I think San Diego state can play defense with the best of the country. Like they're kind of like Virginia. Like they are, they've always been under this coach and under Steve Fisher. The problem, if anything of why they've never gone that far is they haven't had offense. So they're a one seed. How far you got them going? Obviously, obviously we can't see a bracket. We can't see, you know, potential matches. Well, I can tell you this. And we talked about this briefly, uh, on the last episode, and we've talked about it, like I think me and you touched on a little bit uh, while we're drinking tonight. If Texas Tech, which I don't think they will, because Texas Tech's won two in a row and they beat TCU by 46 last night, so I'm assuming they're not going to be an eight and nine seed next as of next week when they release the bracketology. But prior to this week, they had Texas Tech at one one side had them as an eight, the other had them as a nine. That means a one seed is going to be playing them in the second round. They're legit. They're a good team. They they have NBA talent. I'm kind of surprised. It took them a while to put things together this year, especially well, they, with they the were good replacing coach too. a lot though. Sure. But who, who isn't? I mean, who, yeah, everybody in college basketball is, um, but if they start peaking at the right time, Texas tech is a dangerous team. So, so I'm saying hypothetically, if San Diego state makes a second round and plays Texas tech, Ooh, ooh. who would you take? I don't know, man. I should note that I do believe these teams might've played a couple years ago. And I think Texas tech won by one. Well, what does what bearing does yeah. that have on I'm this? I'm just year? saying well actually they're kind of similar teams. Yeah. They're really great defensive teams. Right. And they're very athletic. Yeah. They have length. Yeah. Uh, a couple shooters. I mean But that's been the flaw over San Diego State though, even though they have a sweet sixteen appearance, I think, uh in the past ten years, is even when they had Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard's offensive game didn't develop until Greg Popovich. Right. They're they were always very unpolished, athletic as fucking anybody in the nation, maybe like three or four guys that could just jump out of the gym. Right. But I think this year's team's a little different because they do have one or two players that can score. I will have to watch some San Diego State basketball. I um, still would. If I had to bet, I would say they would be the team that loses first. 
Yeah, like you, you know, nobody wants to be the the square asshole and pick all one seeds. So I would think most brackets would not have them advancing that far. So maybe it, maybe it's a, actually an opportunity to go against the grain and and ride them to a final four. Uh, well, I I can tell you this. I highly doubt. I would bet a lot of money that four one seeds do not go there this year. Oh, I'm right with you. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's a chance there's zero one seeds this year. That is yeah, anything can happen. It's gonna be a wild, wild season. I would bet that there's a better chance of zero than four. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well fuck, I'm not saying anything shocking. All right. No. Agreed. Uh tomorrow, by the way, if you're listening to this, this will drop a little early, I think. Uh if you're in the Indianapolis area, we're going to see Butler. Who needs a win? We're going to be in Indianapolis at the stadium where they, from the 1920s, where they filmed Hoosiers, Xavier, the red hot Xavier Musketeers, who are just playing themselves into an NCAA tournament berth. If they get this one, you got to think they're getting there. They're that, red hot. They're red hot right now. That's right. We'll be um, headed down I 70 West for about two hours here, uh, Dayton to Indianapolis, or like you said, it's a classic college basketball stadium. Um, I got to feel Butler's backs are up against the wall. They're going to come out and just give it everything they have. I think Butler's uh, going to win that game. I think so. I don't, I, we don't have the line yet. We, we were hoping tonight's game would be close. The Dayton uh, Rhode Island game. It wasn't tomorrow night is going to be close. It's, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a one possession game within, you know, a, a three or four minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Um, other no, games tonight. So, so you're still, bu- you're, you're buying into Virginia a little bit. Apparently it seems not really. It's just this year. I mean, you, you watch Virginia, it's ugly basketball. They can't score, but if they can play defense and make a game close, anything can happen at the end. That's what I'm saying. They could jump up and bite someone. They could also lose in the first round. I, 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 re- I refuse to believe in this Virginia team. Well, they're going to be, if they get in, they'll probably be an eight or nine seed. Um, maybe even a 10 seed. Uh, can we talk about it? stepped up and beaten some good teams. And I mean, really their their trajectories upward and uh, hell, why not? They've won away games. No, no one in the big Ten's been winning away games. They've I won- had Purdue tonight and that was a bad call. Um, Penn state just laid, you know, put it on. I mean, they did it to Michigan state the other night. They did it to Michigan and in Ann Arbor, three, three huge road wins. I'm starting to believe that like I put them in the database top 10. Um, so I I'm just starting to believe that this team is really flying under the radar. No, I agree. That's a team to look out for. Um, right now, what do you think? It'd be like a three or four seed. Probably four. Yeah. Probably four. I'm thinking, I'm That's, thinking your ones are the ones I, Oh, I don't know if Dayton's a one because they I, I think Dayton's probably a two. They could be a one when it's all said and sure. done though. Cause sure. it, uh, they be, they're beating Rhode Island. You got to wonder sure. who's going to test them. Right. Uh, so wait, if, if they're a two, then who are your ones? The ones are Baylor, San Diego Kansas, State. San Diego State, Gonzaga. Okay. Twos right now, Louisville, Duke, Dayton, Dayton, and it gets a little iffy there. Seton Hall, maybe? Uh, Seton Hall? Seton Hall's red hot in the big east. I feel like we're forgetting somebody. Kentucky's not up there, are they? I don't know. I SEC? think there are three or four. Yeah. I think I think it might be Seton Hall. Yeah. That would be that yeah. would be the, the two seed. I, I mean can, Maryland? I, Nah, that's who we're. Yeah, they could be a two or three. 
they've escaped tonight right. with a two point win at home against Nebraska. That was, that was shocking. They were up double digits most of the game. Then we look at the score and they won by two. I'm not sure what happened there, but that's surprising. You're you're high, you're higher on the Terps this year than me. Well, the problem is Mark Turgeon. I don't trust the coach. Um, they have the talent, they have the players, but I don't know, man. You know, but they're one of those teams. They're one of the like the ten or twelve, fifteen teams that could go to the final four. Sure. There, I I've argued this all year. I'm a skeptic on on Turgeon, but I will say based on talent, I think Maryland's like a top ten talented team. Yeah, agreed. Like top five, maybe even. It would not shock me if they're. Where's the final four this year? Uh, I have no clue. That I, <laughs> I I'm having a beer moment here. Well, well, it wouldn't shock me if they're in the final four, wherever the hell is. San Antonio. Yeah, something like that. Buffalo. No, it's not in <laughs> Buffalo. Um. All right. What other games today happened? Um, the Mac Ball State upsets the one seed Northern Illinois. Yeah, it's the wacky Mac. You never. They're know better this year than normal, though. It, the, yeah. As a whole, the conference is better this this year than they've been the last few years. But it's still, you know, I I wouldn't recommend betting on many whack games because you never Mac, know what Mac, the hell's Mac, gonna happen. Not whack. I said Mac. I thought you said whack right there. I, th- I think I said Mac. I think you've been drinking. Um, now you were on, you were on the, uh, the Tennessee volunteers whooping Arkansas. Talk about a team that has a cinder block tied to their foot. The Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, they're in a bit of trouble. Yeah. It seems like they're fading at the, at the worst of at the worst time. Um, to, to give you an idea, they have lost now, uh, one, two, three, they have lost five of the last seven games. And yet you had confidence to, to pick them on the road, huh? In Knoxville. Uh, I don't believe in Tennessee, but Tennessee's playing better. They are. They played Kansas tough. They they came back against Alabama. Cost me my lock. Right. In Tuscaloosa, they, they played were... Kentucky tight. Uh, Kentucky yeah. pulled away and yeah. won by thirteen or so. But that was that was a close game. They, they have players, man. They have talent. They have a good starting five. So uh, so another team that you would think Mississippi State. We both were talking about this. It's a rivalry game, Egg Bowl, college basketball style. At Ole Miss. We're thinking Mississippi State's a kind of a dangerous little team that is playing much better ball the past month. No, they lay an egg and lose by uh, 25 at Ole Miss. I didn't see that coming. Um, speaking of Tennessee, I watched the Mississippi State-Tennessee game a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I came away thoroughly impressed with, with Mississippi State. I've been impressed by Mississippi State a lot lately, to, too. To lay an egg, you know, against your rival. And just, I mean, Ole Miss has been the epitome of average this year. Yeah, they, 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 You know what though? They past week. They've kind of, they blew out Florida the other day. Are they coming on? Kermit Dave is starting to starting to get the, the wheels turning. Well, you, you heard it here first. Uh, take a look at Ole Miss spreads for the next week or so. Um, you might still be able to get some value before they really blow up. If they keep on improving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kentucky beats Vanderbilt tonight. Uh, Vanderbilt was actually winning at half. I believe. And Kentucky went on like a crazy run, but um, that one was pr- pretty much chalk, even though I took Vandy in the 12 or 11, whatever the fuck it was. And I lost. Um, so, so Vandy had their best player out for the year, like two weeks ago, the first three or four games after that, they just got whipped. And then, the, and then it they played like, in Lexington and they played, they were up a lot of right. that game. It seems like they've turned a corner somehow. Yeah. Then they beat LSU at LSU. And tonight they were they were I know the score is misleading. Um, Jerry Stackhouse maybe maybe turn a little bit of a corner. Yeah, certainly. I mean they were up 
nine at halftime against Kentucky. Yeah. Crazy. And now they lay got an out, egg in the second they half. They got outscored 51 to 28 in the second yeah, half. That's that's <laughs> not good, but that's the Vanderbilt. I know. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. But how about UNC? How about North Carolina at Wake Forest? You, you locked up UNC. I did. You know, I guess the Duke loss was just too demoralizing yeah. and maybe, it's easy maybe to see it tied, not turn. <laughs> and, and, and they did not turn. Maybe they've officially thrown in the towel on this year. Cause I mean, Wake Forest is awful. Too. There's no, there's, I mean, if you're a UNC basketball fan, jeez, uh, you, you're an ACC guy. I'm an ACC guy. We call you NC Nick because you're located in North Carolina. By the Tobacco way, Tobacco Road. By the way, uh, NC Nick, I think will be publishing a college basketball ACC watch list, kind of a uh, spotlight. Yeah, you check. know, it's ACC. Let's cut the bullshit here. It's been the best basketball conference over the past 40, 50 years. Nothing close to it. Nothing fucking close to it. This year, probably not so much, but you know, <laughs> it's all it's all peaks and valleys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, North, you can know North Carolina won't stay this down. No, they have a good, they have yeah. a good class coming in next year. They'll be back up. But uh, this year, I mean, and honestly, I'm a and Virginia guy. won't stay this down. No, no. Right. Well, if you look at all the players, the ACC lost last year, I yeah. mean, it was just ridiculous. So I think people expected a down year. They didn't expect UNC to be this bad. They didn't expect UVA to be this bad, you know, and those are two of the schools in the last five, 10 years that have National always made the tournament yeah. Yeah, national championships. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but as a Duke fan, I'm, I'm enjoying it a little bit. There you go. But your, your Wolfpack, which I know you're not a Wolfpack fan, but you live right down there. So I'm going to say that's your Wolfpack come into Syracuse and get a huge win. Uh, that was a huge game. It was almost like a playoff game because both teams are at the epitome of on the bubble. Yeah. Especially if NC state, you know, gets the road win too. Yeah, they're they're starting to trend in the right direction. So they, had, they, they had injuries early in the year. They right? did. Yeah. They did. Their best player Bryce was out for two or three weeks or so. Um, but uh, so this week, you know, you have two road wins to beat Miami and Syracuse. It's not you know beating top twenty five teams on the road, but hey, hey two wins road are wins. wins. Exactly. They can put a, they, they can string a few more together. They might find themselves on the right side of the bubble. There you go. You heard it here first from NC Nick. And by the way, make sure to check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com over the next couple of weeks. He's going to do a weekly preview, breaking down the ACC, breaking down why Louisville is a contender, why Duke is a contender, why Florida State, I mean, yeah. dare I say contender? Pretender? I, I think they're a pretender. I think yeah. if you're talking Final Four, I think Florida State is a pretender. Um, I think Louisville and Duke have the only realistic chances of making the final four and Could Syrac- Syracuse the other like three or four years ago were in the play-in. They were the final <laughs> four, the f- not the, not well, they made the final four, but I'm saying they were a play-in final four in the first four. Yeah. First four. There right, we go. Right. And they made the final four. Hey man, that zone can, you know, if, if, if you're not familiar with that zone, it's, it's almost like option football where as the season all, goes it's on all matchups and they get stronger and stronger too. Right, That's right. the one thing with Bayheim that I'll say is that, Normally then the year starts off and I know he, I disagreed with his statements. He was such a little bitch about having to play ACC games to start the season. Oh, this shouldn't happen. That's <laughs> <laughs> why da- why we should give fans fucking good games instead of seeing them play Southwest Texas state. But right now Syracuse is 14 and 10 and, and they're they're if, if the season ended right now, they would not make the NCAA tournament, but they're close. I've seen people have them as like the first eight out. They have opportunity. Yeah. Their next two games are at Florida State and at Louisville. 
They're not going to make the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) I would tend to agree. Um, But Hey, you know, there's chances to get some good, some good road wins and that could go a long way. If If they they put in a 18 and 16 Syracuse over Murray state at 28 and three, I'm going to fucking kill people. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) are you a Buddy Beheim fan? I am not. <laughs> all right, I am not on. Look, I've been pissed at Beheim ever since he oh he pissed the, the opening game. They played Virginia and they lost in in the dome, and he was on record by saying like this is bullshit. Like this is a money draw for for ratings. And I go, hey, well, who pays your fucking salary, right? Syracuse based off of television ratings. It all comes down to television ratings. The people are the demand. So shut the fuck up, get your team in order. You had a month, you had months to pre- prepare for that game. And obviously Virginia is no knockout. Uh, Syracuse is known to schedule lightly early in the year. It, it probably goes to the point you just mentioned about how they get better you know, zone as the defense. season progresses. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's not, Hey, you don't think that happens for other teams? Sure. Sure. But hey. I can tell you, Illinois looks a lot better even though they've lost three or four or the three in a row, they look a lot better in January and February than they did in November. Yeah. Especially like Syracuse, the, you know, they usually don't lose players, you know, early. So if anything, <laughs> they might have an advantage over some teams early in the year. Yeah. I mean, come on, get, you just need to shut up about that. <laughs> Speaking of which Illinois uh, loses by one to Michigan state. And, and actually it's, it could be a scary moment because, uh, the Illinois gore guard, uh, I forget how to pronounce his last name. It's 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 Caro or yeah, it's like an African last name, something like that. Uh, he's a really good player though. He might have torn an ACL. Yeah, pay attention to that. Pay attention to see the extent of the injury because obviously they're not the same team without him. Yeah, and then Utah State beats Colorado State by three. Huge game in the Mountain West because Colorado State was red hot. I'm going to make this argument. Utah State's twenty and seven, right? They lost a lot of games with their best player injured, right? I am convinced that this is a tournament team. I am convinced if you look at their, their resume too. Question is how, how many teams is that conference going to get in? No, everyone's only got one getting in. Right. Really? Uh, they lost three games in a row. UNLV, San Diego state and air force when they had that guy injured. Right. And they blew a gigantic lead to Boise state later. But this team is a team that has quality wins, man. They beat they they beat Florida at Florida. Um, they beat LSU at LSU. Yeah, yeah. They're better. I'm telling you, man. When you if just off the eye test, they made the tournament last year. Just off the eye test, when I watch Utah State play basketball, I say this is a tournament team. Well, look, they they still have chances. Um, actually, and, and and I'll be honest, if they get San Diego State, if they if in the WAC uh, tournament. And because San Diego State to me, uh, Utah State was outplaying them completely that game in San Diego, and then the crowd got behind it, and they're retiring Kawhi Leonard's jersey, and and San Diego State went on this crazy run to end out that game. Let me ask you this: Is the WAC tournament a Mountain neutral West. site? Mountain West. I'm sorry, Mountain West. Yeah, neutral I site. believe it's in Vegas. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. That would, but I think they could beat them, and I think if you're a San Diego State fan, you kind of want it. <laughs> Right, right. No, I, th- I think he, you, know, you and Sean have talked about this, and I totally agree that it's not a good idea to, to go into the NCAA tournament undefeated. It, it, it's just there's going to be storylines everywhere. It's, it can be a distraction. UNLV did it, and they got upset by Duke. 
Even, yeah, right. Even though Greg Anthony, Kentucky did it. They got upset by Wisconsin. By Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, Greg Anthony shouldn't have fouled out. That was a garbage call against Bobby Hurley, <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, as a uh, child, as a child, and NC Nick's my brother here. He was a big Duke fan. I became a fan of UNLV essentially and a fan of Larry Johnson because they destroyed Duke. Cause that's what our brotherhood was like. It's like I hated Jared rooting for, or, or shit. There we go. Rooting for Notre Dame, Colorado played Notre Dame and beat him in the national championship. And I became a Colorado fan. Well, I became a fan out of, out of hatred for you guys. Essentially <laughs> <laughs> all my teams like, why'd you like them? Because they beat my brother's team. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of JD, he is the one that picked Duke to beat UNLV in '91. Yeah, not '90. The, the second yeah. year. The, yeah, second the second year. year yeah. I, Duke was a double-digit dog. Yeah, well, that UNLV team. And at the time, we didn't know anything about spreads or money lines, but JD was on. He was on. Said Duke. He said Duke money line. He didn't say that, but. <laughs> well, I I wonder. I wondered. I, I you know I'm still. You know, the NCAA hated Tarkanian and, and as time has prevailed, I actually think Tarkanian's awesome. Uh, I mean, rest in peace, but I, they, I think the NCAA wanted him to lose. They foul out Greg Anthony early. The big difference between 90 and 91 was Mr. Grant Hill. That was huge. He, was huge. he could match the, the athleticism of UNLV. Yeah. And he's a player that Duke just did not have in 90. Um, but, but there, uh, I know it's been a long time, but there was a questionable because to me, the most important player, and I'm a, a huge Larry Johnson fan of his national player of the year. Greg Anthony made that team point guard in college basketball. Is so important. So important. Agreed. So when Greg Anthony went out, I believe the backup was a guy named rice and he was not very good. It was like Matt rice or something like that. He was not very good. And that was to me, the difference in the game. I love how we're talking about this. You yeah. didn't think you'd go down through 1991. <laughs> how are you guys doing out there? Was anybody alive for that game? <laughs> <laughs> that this is a welcome to the college experience. All right. Hold on. Let me, before we dive into some other stuff, let me just tell you that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. and the super bowl may be over NC Nick, but guess what? The should, big, should I missed it? <laughs> the big game ain't over though at MyBookie.ag, because my bookie's got it all from the NBA to college basketball to premier league to NHL, even the XFL, right? They got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer support team. And you can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Say, say you like a couple teams NC Nick's rattling off about. All right. Say you're buying into this Virginia. Hey, they're gonna keep they're gonna keep Wake Forest to scoring 30 points, which might actually be a reality. Um, and you like Virginia, and you like what this what this bozo's rattling off to you, and you take three of his picks. Well, guess what? You don't have to take them separately. You can put them all together. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together. And get this, if they all hit, you win even bigger. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit all for halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you have a $2,000 uh, deposit, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play. All you have to do is enter the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get the extra cash from my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Whew. Speaking of those parlays, I, I hit a sweet three team parlay last Saturday. 
Do tell. Murray State minus four, Weber State minus two and a half, and Sacramento State minus three. I believe it's Weber State. Weber? It's Weber State. Chris Weber didn't go to... Is it, is it Weber? I don't know. Did they make the grills? I believe it's Weber State. <laughs> <laughs> is that a silent B? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hold on. What was the third one? Sacramento State? Yeah. Look, you, fuck you, because you have sprinkled fairy dust on me on Sacramento State many times this year. I've seen you lock up Sacramento State, the Hornets, I believe they are. And I've said, hey, he keeps hitting these fucking locks on Sacramento State. So then I pay attention. I say, this team's better than they should. They're, they're playing uh, Utah Valley. They're playing, you know, these teams from from the, uh, not the Big West, but the the West. No, West Coast West, Conference? No, no, no. They're not the West Coast. They're the uh, it's Western Athletic. They're, nah. the, they're the WAC. Nah. Right? Okay. Uh, they're playing Cal Bakersfield. And I'm like, wait, they're better than these teams. Actually, no, Sacramento state's in the big sky. What am I talking about? They're in the big sky. They all play right. Montana. They right. play right. all those teams. So I, I buy into your bullshit a little bit and then I start locking them and they never fucking hit for me. In the words of Kenny Rogers, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> all right. You can't ride yeah. them too long. <laughs> well, in how the, about Colgate? <laughs> Colgate's dummy. Well, Hey, I hit on them last night. There you they go. Done yeah, 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 two yeah. pieces treated me That's well. Right. All right. <laughs> And and in the words of uh, in the words of George Rogers, go fuck yourself. All right, <laughs> pretty sure he told Timmy Smith that because he he was injured for that Super Bowl, and Timmy Smith got the MVP against the Broncos. Stole his glory, right? man. He's like, go Dude. fuck yourself, rookie. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're referencing 1987 running backs on the Washington Redskins. Welcome to the college experience. Um, what other games happened that were noteful over the past couple of days before we preview this weekend? How about Radford beating Winthrop? Yeah, it was surprising. I was I I was riding Winthrop there for a while too. Those are the top two teams in the Big South. Winthrop was a heavy favorite. You know, Radford's made the tournament a couple times uh, over the past few years. I think they played Duke one of those years, and they're not bad, man. They 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 have a win at Northwestern by double digits. Wow! And they almost they opened the season against Liberty, and they they almost beat Liberty. Liberty solid. You'll probably see them playing in March. They're definitely going to be in the tournament. I think I would be very surprised if someone upset, they beat Richmond Radford beat Richmond. <laughs> they have good wins. They're, they're a better team than most realize. I think, Hey, look, I know you can, it's a great place to catch an STD if you're going to Virginia tech, but watch out for the Radford. What are they? I don't even fucking know the Radford. I should know the STDs. Yeah. Good <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, I've been there too. I've partied at that campus. Uh, f- uh, okay. We had Florida state Duke the other day. We locked up Florida State. We saw that line opening at nine, and you know, yeah, Duke beat UNC, but Duke played like shit for most of that game. That they, Duke UNC game, though. Oh, wild! That college that's basketball, co- yeah. man. I mean, yeah, especially that rivalry. That unbelievable. You Dude, know, just it never fails, always delivers. You had that on Saturday in LSU and Auburn, and I was convinced. I don't know that you're going to see two better games in the next decade. Right. Well, I mean, if you look. Going back to Saturday, at noon there was like eight or ten games, and half of them went into overtime. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It was, I think maybe more. Saturday, I think like a record, like or t- the first in like five or six years, I think like seventeen games went into overtime. And then on Saturday you had, uh, uh, some sorry, on Sunday you had like two or three. Tonight you saw some. This year's college basketball, and, and this is a thing. I'm curious your opinion because a lot of, a lot of uh, media, I shouldn't say, I don't, I don't think college basketball experts. But a lot of the media has said this year has been terrible because there's no clear cut. There's no star power. I fucking hate that. I think this year's the best it's been in a while. That's 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 a lamestream media take. That's 
you know, Mike and Mike in the morning, you know, who, who dedicate 15 minutes to college basketball. Yeah. You know, and the, the other three hours to NFL and NBA, yeah. regardless of what season it is, yeah. you know, that's a take for trying to get fans who aren't really into college basketball. So I mean, this, this year has been wonderful. This year has been great. The tournament is going to be wild. If you're a college basketball fan, this year has been great. Yeah. You know, to me, if you're like the lay fan, like I, I it's, it's, better because you have no fucking idea what's going to happen. And you're watching these crazy games already. Right. And if you're a San Diego state fan, if you're a Dayton fan, traditionally you, you, you're thinking, Oh, maybe we can make the tournament or maybe go to the sweet 16. They're legit contenders. They really are. Who, who isn't a legit contender? Yeah, I'd know? say everybody, man, everybody's got a shot. It's wide open. That's That's awesome. Short of uh Chicago state. I think everyone's got a, got a shot them right? and uh, them in Arkansas pine bluff might not be going too far. <laughs> so if you, if you're, if you're doing your brackets, don't pick Arkansas pine bluff. To yeah. go very far. I'm going to put out an APB <laughs> on APB. All right. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, wait. See what I did there. That's all. That's all that. See what I did there, buddy. Um, okay. Yeah. So you got the Duke Florida state that happened. Dude, how about, had... how about TCU, Texas tech? Uh, we mentioned Texas tech earlier. They beat TCU by 46 points. <laughs> This is something that's happening mid season too. Like you've, you've seen ton, plenty of film on Texas tech, 88 to 42. They doubled them up. I mean, Jamie Dixon almost took the UCLA job. He, he didn't because UCLA didn't want to offer another like million dollars. It became that, like some type of bonus. So he stays at TCU and I got to wonder, I'm not going to say this year. I think he's going to get one more year, but I think the seat is starting to heat up. Well, with TCU, with TCU, you don't have a long tradition of basketball success. So I don't think shit on Kurt Thomas. Led the nation in scoring <laughs> and rebounding as a senior. All right. I don't think you're going to see them move too quickly. I mean, you know, he, uh, the coach is, he, he's a graduate of TCU. Yeah. Um, I don't think his, his seat is that warm just yet. But you lose by 40 in Texas. Yeah. True. I mean, you it, let it, that happen it, again. Right. It would, it would behoove him to, uh, Get some W's here. But speaking of Texas, uh, you know, Shaka Smart, they, they they lose the Baylor. This team, he's fired, right? Talk about a warm seat. It's his. He's fired. They're not yeah. in the tournament right now. Dude, Texas just can't put it together. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're hiring the wrong coaches. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really this is basketball and football. Um, you know, their athletic budget is higher than anybody's. They print money. Yeah, and they, they blackmail, they blackmail the rest of the Big Twelve. I mean, <laughs> If you look, I mean, yeah, they have Kevin Durant as an alum. I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't be a perennial team that is, you know, in the top 20, top 25. Yeah. It's, it's really ridiculous what's going on. So some of the games tomorrow that, that are today, depending on where, what time you re, you listen to this pod, Creighton at Seton hall, big East, big East basketball, you know, Seton uh, hall won their first game at Villanova since the nineties. I think it was. I, well, I know Seton Hall was on a little bit of a tear there, but then I think they've dropped one or two games. Uh, no, I think they are like ridiculously good in conference in conference. They are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, 10 and one in conference. They're separate. They're way ahead of everybody else in the big East. They're running away with this thing, but Okay, they lost at, at home to Xavier about a week ago. That's, that's what I'm saying. Xavier's that's red game hot. I was thinking of. Um, I'm going to see all here. They're favored by six. Creighton's yeah. a good team. It, it'll be a close game. I think Seton Hall pulls away in the final minutes, wins by 
eight or nine. There was a point this year where I said Creighton's a very dangerous tournament team, and I still think that could be possible. They have five guys that can score. They're a team with the ceiling. Uh, you know, they could potentially get Sweet Sixteen or so. I, I Depends think. on the matchups, right? Of course, always does. Uh, I do see a line for the game we're going to tomorrow. Let's let's do it. Let's handicap it. Butler four and a half. Yeah, I'm on. I'm uh, going. I'm going Butler. Damn I am it. We're going to be there in person. I think Butler's going to get gonna it. We're going to be rocking Butler gear. They need this win. I think they they're, need they're, it. They're, they're like more one desperate. and four in their last five games. I think. Right. If memory serves me correct, um, Baldwin's only their only win was a game winner against Villanova, which was a fucking amazing shot in the right in the defender's face. But uh, I, I know they've been really struggling of late. So they lost to Marquette. Uh, they lost to Providence. Um, so yeah, I mean, Hey, it's going to be a great game. I think Butler's going to have enough to pull it out. Dude, right now, I wouldn't be shocked if it goes either way, but I'm expecting a ball game. Yeah. I think it's going to be because Xavier's red hot, but Providence is a team that no one has in the NCAA tournament. I think we talk NC state and Syracuse on the cusp of making it. I know you're an ACC guy. I believe Providence is way better than those teams. I would tend to agree actually. Um, you know, in a one game scenario, who knows, but, but overall, like Providence can, has wins against good teams. Yeah. I mean, if you're telling me, Hey, these two teams are playing at a neutral site, you put a hundred dollars on it. Which, which side are you taking? I'm probably going Providence. Yeah. And Providence has also got a black guy named David Duke. What is mom thinking? <laughs> uh, I, Hey, just uh, cruel to your son. How does she not know that? She's got to know that. Right. She's got to know that. So this kid was born 20 years ago <laughs> at the height of David Duke. <laughs> yeah. Is it she's trying to write a wrong? If so, I can dig it. Right. He's got, he's a basketball star right now. Trying to like, uh, overpower it, make what? that name, you know, try to wash away the past, <laughs> which is why I still say people should be named Adolf <laughs> or, or, or Adolfo, right? Yeah. Adolfo. It's a good name. It's a good name. <laughs> Fucking good name. All right. Look, I've been rooting. Speaking of names before I dive into the rest of these games happening, I've been rooting for an LSU LSU Arizona state game in the tournament because Arizona state's best player is a guy named Remy Martin. Uh, LSU has a guy named Evan Williams. <laughs> we could see the the liquor battle on the hardwood. I go Evan Williams all day. I do too. I'm not, <laughs> not, I think Remy might even be more expensive though. Whenever I hear Remy, I think higher learning. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rappaport, right? That is David Duke, by the way, in his younger days. That's right. pr- loosely based on David Duke. <laughs> um, okay. What else we got tomorrow? Uh, what is higher? <laughs> what is learning? There's a good one. Western Carolina at UNC Greensboro. Western Carolina getting ten. Come on, you're a North Carolina guy. I think that's too many points. The Catamounts. Yeah, the Catamounts getting ten. The Catamounts have been. It's a, they came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. I watched them earlier in the year, and I was like, man, this team's good. They right. got good guard play. Right. That conference is good. Big South. Uh, uh, Southern. Southern. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking. Yeah. No, but the Southern, I, this is one that I've said for years it's now. It's a legit conference. They, they need more than one bit. Right. They need more than one UNCG, need... I mean, they're at home. They're favored by 10. They're the better team, but 10 points, that, me, sounds, that sounds too much. Go on, Brad Hoover, remember that fullback for the Panthers? Brad Hoover. I believe he's a catamount. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, who was, who was Bra- there a basketball player, Hoover, uh, on the Bulls? Brad Hoover? No, 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 that's a big man, Brad Miller. Oh, the dude from the white dude from Purdue. Yeah. No, oh, I wasn't thinking about him, but Hoover on the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. 
Herbert Ooh. Hoover. <laughs> uh, look, Rutgers at Ohio State. Something's got to give here. Rutgers, by the way. Oh man, speaking of overtime games on uh, this past weekend, Rutgers dodged a huge bullet that would have definitely put them on the bubble had they lost to Northwestern. Northwestern was up 18 points. Rutgers comes storming back, wins the game in overtime. The Scarlet Knights are still penciled in because that would. It, it's not only that Rutgers can afford a loss but they can't afford a loss to Northwestern. <laughs> well, I mean, it goes to show you, I know Rutgers is almost kind of similar to Penn state. They're having a very good year from a non basketball traditional, you know, school. Ron Harper jr. Is the leading scorer of that team. You don't say. Yeah. Uh, but do you trust them? No, <laughs> they almost <laughs> lost to Northwestern, right. but I, I'll tell you this. Ohio state has fucked me a lot of times this year. I know we're in Ohio and I'm, I'm picked on these four and while while picking locks in Ohio. <laughs> so, so you, might, you might need to move to I Dayton. think I just need the college experience and I might need to come out of you. We were in Cleveland too. What'd you think of Cleveland? Uh, we were shocked that on the Monday night, I know, you know, I know Monday night's not a, a weekend, but bars were closing at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. Very strange and stuff. My experience with the Midwest is that they like their alcohol. Yeah. Which is why I'm a fan of, of the Midwest. Yeah. Um, I, so was I was shocked. shocked to see so many bars closing either at like clo- 11 o'clock. closed in general on Mondays or just not open. I was like, what did they do on Monday night football? Now I know the Browns before this year had probably hadn't played on Monday night football in about 20 years since Bernie Kosar, but dude, what the fuck is going on with this city? Yeah. Very surprising. Uh, and nope. then not to throw stones at anybody who's from Dayton, but what do you think of downtown Dayton? Uh, the economy. Yeah. Might, uh, to, to, might be to, to quote Chappelle show bombed out and depleted. <laughs> uh, well, Cleveland, why do you think Sean Kemp was doing that much cocaine? <laughs> he was like, God damn it. I can't get a drink in this town. Give me something to get me high. How do you get fat on cocaine? <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, you know, I know a funny story of Sean Kemp. Uh, I can't tell you who told me this, but he had gotten a bottle of gray goose pregame. I think this is when he was on Orlando. And he started drinking it in his Gatorade, right? During the game, right? He was he was on the magic? He was when he was really fat. And <laughs> and within the first five minutes, he gets ejected. And pretty much on purpose, I feel like, because he was consuming prior to playing the game. This is the NBA, guys. Now, maybe this happens occasionally in college if you're at fucking Cleveland State, maybe. But, uh, you know, I think that's pretty crazy. Like, he was in the game drunk, essentially. I've played basketball drunk before. It's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a decent game once really hammered. Really? Really hammered. I, uh, at East Carolina played a intramural game and I was on fire. I, I shouldn't say I was hammered. I was like the perfect buzz. You know, oh, when you're it's, drinking, it's like shooting pool or playing darts. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's a fine line. I was on fire, man. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, same with beer pong, like sober right. Right. coming into beer pong sober. Oh, I am a, I'm idea. as bad as worst of a player as you can have. Bad idea. Give me like, you need you need a little lubrication. <laughs> Give me five shots. You need of... some lube. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that one, but uh <laughs> but sure, sure. Look, uh Rutgers, Ohio State, who are you taking? Buckeyes favorite no... by six. I'm I'm tempted to take the points. I'm gonna take the points too. Um how about a little Kansas at West Virginia? I'm gonna go d- WVU coming off a loss. WVU is gonna beat them. I think Kansas has struggled there. In the past. And w- the fact that West Virginia just lost to Oklahoma by yeah. double digits, you know, Huggins got in that ass. Speaking, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of lube. <laughs> he, 
He's yelling at those teams. You know, he's a maniac. Well, it is West Virginia. They do marry their sisters <laughs> and do math. Apparently. Um, what do you think about that game? Are you going to agree with me here? Uh, I don't know, man. How good is West Virginia? I'm not sold. They're, uh, I think uh, one of the better defensive teams, but they talk about a team that can't score. Uh, that's typical Huggins. Very Virginia. Physical West Virginia, Cincinnati. Yeah. We've, we've seen it before. Um, West, West Virginia favored by a point. I'm tempted to go, go with the road. Rock team. chalk. Yeah. I'm going to go WVU. Right. The road teams right. have burned me. This used to be a rivalry when Jim, when Jimmy Larinaga was doing things, George Mason at VCU, VCU minus 14. Give me VCU. I'd lay 20. Yeah. I think Mason's folding. We were talking about Mason earlier in the year. Their coach is on the hot seat. He may be a goner. Larry, Larry wanted to stay. He wanted to stay, right? All you needed was some fucking funding into the program. Dude, Very June Jones, Hawaii-esque. I'm a George Mason alumni. And I mean, they don't even have a football team. You would think. Brad Edwards is their AD. Hello. Their athletic department. The only thing that does anything is a basketball team. Fucking pay up. Yeah. And start a football program because you're in a, you're in an area, as you saw with the DC defenders in the XFL, pulling out 18,000 people. So many people in Northern Virginia. There's so many people with disposable income. You tell, you tell me you put a stadium in Fairfax. Yeah. I guarantee oh, man. you. Guarantee you. Brad Edwards is a former Redskins safety Played ball at South Carolina, won a Super Bowl with the Redskins. You Come put, on, you play a stadium in Arlington, with especially with, with like the nightlife around there yeah. too. Oh man, dude, it's a gold mine. I... Come on now, step up, Daryl Green. Talk to your boy. Um, check out this one, Alabama at Auburn. They matched up uh, a few weeks ago, and Alabama beat them. The Iron Bowl, huh? The Iron Bowl part two, because Alabama beat the shit out of Auburn in Tuscaloosa. Now they go up the road to Auburn. You're, you're, you're starting to see some of the chinks in the Auburn ar- armor. Um, they, I, I still think they're a dangerous team. No, th- but I got to commend them, dude. They are never out. Right. Arkansas was up like seven with like a minute and a half left. And you're like, Arkansas has got this LSU right. dominated that game. Right. They're up by like double digits with like three minutes left. Right. This team is like, got a little Rocky Balboa going seven's tough, but I'm, I'm tempted to, to ride the tigers. I'm going to lay it. Yeah. I'm going to take the tigers. Revenge. I wish I wish it was like four or five points. Seven is makes me a little queasy. I'm not gonna lock it up. But uh yeah, give me Auburn. I'm with you. Um trying to think if there's any I mean Missouri Val- uh Louisville, Georgia Tech. Any upset chance for your Duke Blue Devils to potentially grab the number one spot? They could lose that. Louisville could get upset in Atlanta. I think Louisville's kicked into another gear now. I think uh they were kind of you know asleep at the wheel in January. Um, I think they they were really almost like an NBA team, kind of bored with the regular season. I think they've kicked it into a new gear. Uh, Georgia Tech is a solid team. Getting six and a half, you're gonna ride. You're gonna take. You're gonna lay the points. I, I think I'm laying the points again. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, yellow. If I'm playing. I'm laying. Sprinkle some on the money line. Sprinkle some Ooh, on the money you line. Heard it here first. Uh, Providence at St. John's. Look, both these teams probably aren't going to make the tournament. It's going to be a. It's that's a crime. I think Providence should still make the tournament. I think they are a tournament caliber team. These teams both have the same record. They're 13 and 11. I mean, Providence is good, man. They've won at Marquette. You can't convince me this team is not a... I know that they're barely above 500. I know they started the season with some bad losses. Yeah. They lost to Northwestern. They lost to Penn. They lost to Charleston. But they still... They still beat Texas. They beat Georgetown. 
They've beaten DePaul. They've beaten Marquette. They've beaten St. John's already. They've beaten Butler. They've beaten Creighton. A, a lot of these are on the road too. And that's why they'll beat St. John's favored Sweet. by two points. I'm going Providence. I'm going Providence. Friars. Ed Cooley. The fighting God sham gods. I'm an, I'm an Ed Cooley guy too. I was a big Austin Crozier fan. Yeah. Uh, he had mismatch problems with Larry Johnson on when, when they went to the Eastern conference finals, it was a, it was a bad situation. Well, he wasn't the most, he, he wasn't the most, the most athletic dude in the world. He seemed like the guy at like the rec league. who's just like he, skilled. He was a good player. Not, good role player. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, then you got Florida. Oh no. Marquette at Nova. I, I don't know what to make of Nova. Nova's due for a win. They're, they've lost two in a row. I'm actually, this is a lock. Yeah. At home. Okay. Jay Wright's not going to, I'm going Nova. I'm going Nova. He's I not agree. Win three games in a row, but this isn't your, your quintessential Nova team. Um, I don't think they're going to do very well in the tournament. It depends. I think Jay Wright's a great coach. He can he, coach him way. He can coach. I don't see way. him going past week 16. I think I might be on board with that. Yeah. I think that's their ceiling this year. I Maybe expect- they sneak one past that. Marquette's a tricky team too. Obviously you got Howard, you know, I never believe in Marquette. Yeah. I just think I've seen them. They rely too much on one player. Um, if you can lock down that one player, I, I feel struggle. like they're always a little bit of a liability defensively. Right. For the big East. I don't know how tough they are. They seem like one of the softer, uh, big 10 or, uh, big East schools, uh, Florida at a and M Florida's fading a little bit, but Hey, a and M. Who knows what the fuck's happening with them? <laughs> they get I, destroyed. I by thought it. I saw A and M improving. I thought you locked I thought, them I thought, against South Carolina. I thought Buzz was was starting to turn a corner there, yeah. and South Carolina just fucking put it on them. <laughs> they're another interesting team. Like, yeah, Frank Martin gets in that thing. So right now, I don't think they're in the NCAA tournament. They're not, but they're playing much better ball. <laughs> they beat Kentucky. They've beaten some really good teams. Watch out if they if they can put a stretch together and somehow. I mean, hey, maybe they win the SEC you know, uh, tournament. Who knows? Yeah. If they get in, they're dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, Michigan at Northwestern. Any chance your boy, Chris Collins, former Duke blue devil can pull the upset. So now that livers is back, Michigan's playing a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, they missed him. Um, laying seven on the road. I don't know, man. I might yeah. go. I might go with the points there. I think I'm going to go with the points too. six and a half for the line that I'm seeing. Um, okay. These other ones uh I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a chance for an upset Houston at South Florida. South Florida is a strange team. Houston's playing better now too. That they, dude, they're really young. Right. They were really young. It's I knew as the season was going to go along, Samson was going to get this team to develop. Watch out for Houston. Uh, those are the big ones. And then uh, let's go. Let's just cover a little bit of Thursday, Friday action, um, and even Saturday. I will be doing a Periscope this Saturday morning. By the way, I didn't do it la- the last couple Saturday mornings. I think I did one two weeks ago, but I didn't do it last week. Uh. 8 a.m. West Coast time. There will be a Periscope going on. So check it out. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you. You love fantasy sports? Of course you do. You're the guy who others come to when they pick their fantasy team or want the hottest tips or who to pick on the waiver wire. You think about this stuff all the time, don't you? I know you. You do. You think about it all the time. You're a damn savant wearing inside-out sweatpants right now. Tell me I'm right. I, I know I'm right. So how come you're not playing Daily Fantasy on monkeyknifefight.com? It's the fastest-growing Daily Fantasy site on the planet. 
Why? Because it's pure awesomeness. At monkeyknifefight.com, you're playing against the house. There are no sharks, no confusing interface, and no advanced degree needed from an engineering school to have a snowball's chance in hell of winning. Nope. Lots of people win all the time over at monkeyknifefight.com. Check it out, monkeyknifefight.com. All right, other games to note before we dive in. We're going to talk some XFL. I want to get your opinion on shit, but Iowa at Indiana. Do you trust any of these teams? Actually, I think Iowa... Gars is a baller. Iowa's dangerous. Um, they have a couple dudes who can put up some points. Yeah, Gars they're, is a player. They're a team where if they can get hot from beyond the arc, they could make a run. They are so Iowa-like Iowa football. <laughs> they keep the same athletic program. Very white. <laughs> Just like... It, it, they're never horrible. Right, right. They're always a tough out going sure. into, uh, into especially City. especially yeah. at home. Yeah. Right. On the road, they're not they're they're <laughs> yeah. never as good. But I mean that's probably true to a lot of teams, but them but they lost by forty to Purdue like a week ago. Yeah. How's that happen? Yeah, just just strange. Um You gotta lean on that though. It's at Indiana. I like Iowa's a better team. Obviously we don't have a line for that. Um in, it, I watch Indiana. They're pretty good. I mean, they, they yeah, our team Miller's kind of got to go in the right direction, but slowly, then they got though, smoked by slowly. Purdue. They, Purdue's going to make Purdue is. Uh, let me tell you something. Matt Painter. I know this team's down. He's a fucking good coach because I've watched them a few times this year and thought like, there's no way this team belongs close to the NCAA tournament. But then you see some of the wins they grab. Right. And how they win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I watched that Indiana Maryland game. I, I, and even though Indiana lost, I was impressed with their talent and athleticism. And you, you kind of le- left like, why aren't they winning more? I I completely agree. Um, yeah. Colorado at Oregon pack 12 huge game because uh, Colorado is currently in top place of the pack 12 and Oregon's in second place. Oregon's kind of fallen that lately. Uh, I don't know what to make of them. Um, I'm going to take them against Colorado, especially at home. Yeah. And Eugene, right. Peyton Pritchard would tell the whole, the, the buff crowd to suck their dick <laughs> or his dick. <laughs> that was hilarious, but you got to have, uh, there's a little bit of a douchebag factor in that. Like who, who, that? who was that guard from, uh, Fresno state? They did a 30 for 30 on Chris the Heron. He, doesn't he remind you a little bit of Chris Heron? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, he's a sterl. Yeah. I think, I think we've, we've been, we've, we've talked about a sterl on the podcast. Yeah, before, we have. Right? There, there, he is a definition yeah. of a sterl. And by the way, Chris Heron, I hope he's doing good, man. He was fighting in rehab. Right. Yeah. Last time I heard he was, you know, clean, but obviously uh, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the guy day by day. Um, Washington at USC, but Washington's kind of played them way. USC's playing a lot better than it lately. They got their heart broken against Arizona state the other day. That's on the road. It's tough. Arizona at Cal. You talk about a team that's actually playing much better basketball is the golden bears, especially at home. Yeah. I locked them up a couple weeks ago. They beat Stanford at home. They beat right. Washington at home. And the couple losses, I think they lost to Oregon in overtime. They at almost home. beat Colorado in Boulder. Right. Right. They're playing good. Ball Take right a now. look at that line. Cause it, it's taken a while for Vegas to catch up to what Cal's doing. Yeah. Um, if they're a dog by, they're like a good it, shitty team. Yeah, and especially in Berkeley. So um, if that if that spreads over five, yeah. give me Cal. Uh, Arizona State at Stanford. Something's got to happen there, right? I don't. I don't like Arizona State on the road. We we were high on Stanford early on in like December. Yeah, they have um, some injuries. They hit some injuries. They're still they're still sixteen and seven. They're not horrible. Still solid. Still yeah. a chance to make the tournament. Yeah, I think actually the, as of last week they were in. According to the, the experts. Yeah. I'll expect them to, to uh, take care of business at home. 
Yeah. Uh, and l- let me tell you, this team's probably not going to be in the NCAA tournament, but I'm going to go ahead and say he should be coach of the year in the Pac-12. Kyle Smith and Washington State traveled down to Westwood. UCLA's playing a lot better in the past week. They've beaten Colorado and Arizona. Right. But Kyle Smith at Washington State, year one, this team's 14 and 10. They've only lost one home game all year, and that was to Arizona. They just beat Washington by by eight points. I'm telling you, this team is good, man. This team is better than you would think. Yeah, watch out for next year, you know, especially if you're looking at total wins over under. He's a big analytics know. guy. He kind of has the Paul Westhead philosophy. Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he believes much more in defense, but he also believes that, like, hey, uh, if there's 54 seconds before the half and we have the ball, go down there, shoot as fast as you can. Play defense. Two for one. Yeah, two for one. He's a big believer yeah. in, in the analytics on that. Well, hey, I mean, that has, you know. It, it worked for him in San Francisco. Success. Sure. So uh, that going on Friday. What is the big game Friday? There's always, what, a one or two? Usually there's a big 10 game. I don't think there is one this week. No? Buffalo at Toledo, though. It was a good Mac game. Yeah. Yeah, solid. Once again, it's, a, it's the wacky Mac, man. I mean. Even Akron Central Michigan. Good luck there. Saturday, any big games? You, you, you note. Um. I can tell you Saturday has a, uh, well, I got, you got Notre Dame coming to Duke. Um, we that, mentioned Notre Dame is they needed squarely that on tonight. the bubble. They needed that win tonight, man. You know, especially with, with not winning tonight, if they can beat Duke at Duke, that'll go a long way for their chances. Purdue at Ohio state. That, you know, that's like fucking toss a coin. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think we've all seen that record for the big 10 home teams. It'll be tough to go with. It'll be tough to trust Purdue on the road, but Ohio State lately has just fallen on their face completely. So that's a crapshoot. I wouldn't touch that one. Oklahoma at Kansas. You know who's kind of, kind of flying under the radar is the the Sooners. Yeah, who they beat uh, recently? West Virginia. Uh, yeah, at home. Right. They, beat, they won like three or four in a row, I think. Right. They beat Mississippi State also. Yeah, they're a solid team. I think they're not Kansas. And I think Lon Kruger's got them in the tournament right now. Okay. All right. But if they're playing at Kansas, I'm going Kansas. All yeah, day. I agree. Mississippi State at Arkansas. Talk about a playoff game. Both these teams on the outside of the bubble need a win. That's must-watch TV in my opinion. They need a win big time. Saturday. I mean, watch that one. Right. Agreed. Um, Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin at Nebraska. Watch Nebraska win that one. Georgetown at Butler. Pat Ewing's got Georgetown out, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think Georgetown's making it. They need no. some wins bad. If they beat Butler... There's an opportunity, but they got to go on the road to Indy. They're an interesting team too because they have talent. I mean, and they had like half at, the team leave. Yeah, you look at your seven. You know, he's a good big man. They lost the point guard. He left. Yeah. Um. Who knows what to make of them? Louisville, Clemson. You thinking anything? No, I think Clemson. Uh, they're the the epitome of average. I think Louisville rolls. How about how about West 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 Virginia Baylor? Is that Baylor? Yeah, I'm on Baylor. Yeah, agreed. If it was in if it was in Morgantown, which I think has to happen still later in the year. Uh, Can we take a quick look at the Baylor schedule here? You almost want them to lose too. We got the they haven't lost that. since November eighth. So they play West Virginia. Then then they have uh, at Oklahoma. Dangerous. A little dangerous. That's there. a dangerous little, game. Little dangerous. That's a dangerous game. Then Kansas comes to town. Oh man. Yeah, that's a hey man. That's three. <laughs> that's that's three tough games there. Seriously, geez. Then they got Kansas State coming to town. They'll take care of business there. And then they have TCU on the road, Texas Tech at home, and then at West Virginia. Man, that's a tough. That's a gauntlet. That's 
like five of those seven games are fucking against good teams. They're going to drop one of those games. Yeah, they got it. And, and you and, know what? And, it, and, and if you're a Baylor fan, I think you want them it, to drop it, one of those games. It may serve them well. Sure. I know that sounds horrible. VCU at Richmond, Richmond before, before their best player got injured, they were flirting with making the tournament. Yeah. So, so b- both of those schools are located in Richmond, Virginia, right next to each it's other. Good rivalry. Good rivalry. I don't know with, with that injury. I don't think Richmond has the horses. Yeah. LSU at Bama. I, I could see upset happening there. Sure. I mean, um, LSU seems to play down to the opponent. Alabama's pretty good. Yeah. Sure. On the road. Illinois sure. at Rutgers. If Illinois drops four in a row, if their best players out, you got to think Rutgers is the play there, right? You really got to wait and see with that injury. You know, yeah. uh, Ohio Valley's got a decent one. Eastern Kentucky at Austin P two of the top teams in the Ohio Valley the governors of yeah. Austin P. Yeah. Uh, I've been riding them a little bit. Yeah. They're a good, me too. They're a good team. I me think too. And I Eastern Kentucky kind of came out of nowhere. They're not bad either. Maryland at Michigan state. There we go. There's a ball game. Who, who are you taking that? Ah, uh, geez. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see the spread. Do you think Michigan can, I'm guessing Michigan state's going to be a, a two or three point favorite. I think I'm going to ride Michigan state. I'm going to go with they showed some toughness. I'm going to go some toughness. Team. Maryland was lost in Nebraska. Yeah. If they're fresh and rocket Watts can play like he played tonight. Yeah. That makes him a, mu- a much better team. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Houston at SMU. SMU was a team that was flirting with making the tournament. They look, they, they could really use that. Talk about a team that needs that win. Definitely. The Mustangs need to pull that win out their ass. I'm rolling with Houston though. Me too. Seton Hall at Providence. That's one that Seton Hall could lose. Yeah. Especially if you see Seton Hall spread and if they're favored by like seven or eight, God, give me the points all day. Virginia at North Carolina. What a, what a shitty game. <laughs> uh, what to make of that game? I mean, at this point, Virginia. Okay. There's a movie called Tinker Taylor soldier spy, right? Gary Oldman. It's a spy movie. I think world war two esque. It is done really well. Like you watch this film, you know, I'm a big movie guy. So like the cinematography is great. Gary Oldman is a, you remember him from true romance, sure. the bad guy in the professional. Where are you going with this? I'm saying though, this movie, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, was done so well. Like the way it looked, the actors were all top actors. Like to me, like as good as you can have acting in a film. And for some reason, I kept falling asleep in this film. Right? But yet everyone said it was a great movie. So I, I rented this thing. This is back like came out like four or five years ago. And I got I did the red box thing. And I probably spent like seven dollars on this fucking movie. A dollar every day. Cause I tried to, con- I tried to, to be like, okay, everyone says this is great. And it put me to sleep every time that is Virginia basketball. Well, here. It's probably a good, a good, they're going to make the tournament. They're probably a good team, but <laughs> God damn, are they boring? Yeah. It, 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 it just puts basketball back. Um, but after the performance tonight from UNC, how, how can you have any faith in, in, yeah. the, in a fight on yeah, that? Team? I wouldn't try- do they, they almost lost the Navy early in the year. Yeah. So um, I take UVA there. UVA needs it more. Uh, DePaul at Creighton. DePaul talk about a team that really lost. The sh- they're done. They, they were thirteen and one or twelve and one going into Big Twelve, Big East play. Yeah, they, they have some decent players for the last couple of years. It just seems like they're always at the bottom of the Big East. And any you know, you got to learn how to win. He's got the talent right, there. Right. Western Carolina at Walford. West the Catamounts got back to back tough games. They're probably going to be done. Two two tough games. I don't see them making it through. Colorado Oregon State. Any chance? Uh, for an upset there? Sure. Oregon State just beat Oregon. Yeah, Oregon State's actually home. better than better than their record indicates. Right. Agreed. Arizona at Stanford. 
Um, <laughs> I might ride uh, with Arizona there. But Sean Miller, you think his team's still a pretender, right? I think um, they're more talented. If you're than saying like Final Four, then yeah. yes, pretender. Yeah, I I still think they're pretenders. Uh, all right, all right. So I want to tell you guys before we get to this nonsense here that uh, the college experience is brought to you by hey us the Sports Gambling Podcast, right? Check out the NBA frauds contest, giving away a thousand dollars. Find the fraudulent NBA teams, pick two teams from each group that, that will perform the worst in the second half of the season. And you could win a lot of money. Go to sgpn.io backslash NBA frauds. That's sgpn.io backslash NBA frauds. Check it out. Win some money. Nothing wrong with free money. Um, and see Nick. Okay. Before I talk XFL, cause I want your opinion on XFL. But before I do that, do you have a few college basketball teams that you really think are going to, are going to give me, give me a, give me a couple teams that you think coming out of nowhere and give me a team like who you think the final four, I know it's a really hard question, right? Well, we, so, so we've already mentioned, you know, over the course of this pod, a couple of teams that I had on my short list of teams to watch out for, um, you know, Penn state, Texas tech. I think they're on that list. If you look at mid-major, um, it's some of the the usual suspects: VCU, St. Mary's. If you want Northern Iowa, I'm gonna say, come on, Northern Iowa, AJ Green. Hey, I mean Missouri Valley Conference, their history in the in the in the tournament speaks for itself. Yeah. So yeah, Northern Iowa, they could definitely win win a game or two. Keep a good coach there. Right. Keep a good coach. Good good program. Football yeah. and basketball. They, yeah, year yeah. in year out. Uh, if you really want to go small schools. Maybe you've never heard of them. Maybe they win. Maybe they're a 14 seed and they top a three seed. Yeah. We mentioned Austin P. Yeah. First, they have to make the tournament. Yeah. Because no guarantee. I don't, I don't know that they will. Belmont is in that conference. Right. I mean, uh, Murray State. Right. It's, that thing is tough, man. What about the Horizon League in a little right state? Hey. In Dayton, Ohio. Hey. Uh, in Dayton, Ohio. Oh yeah, they, they're located. Right state yeah, is yeah, located. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thought you meant like they're going to make the playing games. Yeah. That's no. Right. They're in Dayton. Right. Yeah, I think they're going to win the horizon. And then a couple other um, schools um, who I think are playing better ball at the right time. Um, I think we've mentioned some of these. South Carolina. Yeah. Dangerous. Once again, they have to get in first. Uh, USC, dangerous. Uh, Iowa, dangerous. And last but not least, Houston. Okay, I'm, I'll tell them over the Houston thing. I'm going to throw out one there. That if you pay attention to the mid-majors this team was really bad. They had some injuries. They were beat up, but watch the North Texas mean green. <laughs> They've been red hot lately. I think, did you have them in there? Uh, uh, yeah, them on in my there? list, North Texas. Uh, look, I know that. To so me, it's, it's going to be them or, or, or Louisiana tech. Watch out. Western Kentucky too. Western Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, the, one of those three, three schools, whoever yeah. makes it to the tournament, watch out for that team. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, they've been playing a lot better ball. Second half of the season. To me, it's easy to see a tide turn NC Nick. And speaking of tides turning, let's talk XFL football. I'm curious in general, before we handicap these games, I'm just curious what you think of XFL football. What, what, what do you think about spring well, football? I, I, I hate football. I, yeah. hate, I hate gambling. You, you know, hate you know, life, right? right? I'm just, you're not an American. Uh, that's, I mean, seriously, the people who, who wish the XFL to fail, that's basically what they're saying. Don't you want players to have a career if they don't make it in the NFL? I don't give a shit about that. I want more stuff to bet on. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't give a shit about these players. But I would think if you're, for the haters. I give a shit about me. Now, of course, of course. All right? This is America, baby. Right? <laughs> I don't care about others. Right? 
No, uh, but I'm saying in general, wouldn't you want a backup league? Hey, the more stuff going on, the better. I mean, you Kurt know. Warner didn't turn into Kurt Warner until he played for the sure. Iowa Barnstormers sure. and Scottish Claymores and whatever else fucking teams he played for. I don't understand people that that root for things to fail. You know, yeah, in anything. You know, yeah, there's there's people that just hate on stuff and root for stuff. A lot to of fail. people wanted Rambo Five to fail, and it <laughs> pissed me off. They, well, but Stallone had, was in it, so I it had was. some woman scream at me that I was supporting Trump by seeing the film. <laughs> I'm at a bar. I'm like, this fucking chick. <laughs> I was just going on a tangent. I was like, hey, uh, there's too many guns in this movie. Yeah, it's, uh, and he's uh, and he's killing Mexicans. What? Because that's, that, that's racist. Yeah. <laughs> so is every other fucking movie on the planet. Then, but right? I just put in my um my daily fantasy lineup for XFL this weekend. So yeah, man. You had last week. You had your boy Philip Walker. I cashed. Yeah, Philip Walker and the defenders' defense <laughs> rode, rode me to some green. I got to eat my words here because <laughs> Sean Green was like, "I'm gonna ride Philip." He's from Philly. He's like Temple tough. <laughs> I'm like, man, at Temple they weren't really known for throwing the ball. This June Jones, this is a run and shoot, and and, and you know he was battling Connor Cook, and I had Connor Cook penciled in to win that. Uh, talk about if any player in the whole entire league, short of a defensive back for the defenders from Northern Iowa looked more pro eligible. I was dude. There was a couple balls by Walker that I was like, he's an NFL quarterback. Well, there's a reason why he has skyrocketed to, to, to the most expensive quarterback in daily fantasy. Um, he did me well last week. Yeah. But I, I can't ride the most expensive quarterback. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going deep down. The pronunciation may be wrong, but how about Tamu? No, Tamu. Tamu. Yeah. How the fuck is that Tamu? Well, anyway, well, Jordan well, Tamu. He's Hawaiian. It's, you actually probably pronounce it correct, but the SEC announcers butchered it so much that he probably <laughs> was just like, fuck it. Anyway, St. Louis Battlehawks quarterback. He is going to be the captain of my roster this weekend. Those Battlehawks fans were showing up That's in St. Right, Louis. Man. That's right. Um, I think it's a solid play. He played good. I was impressed. Hold on, but so overall, you, you're pro spring spring football. Of course, I'm pro anything football. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm pro anything to gamble on. <laughs> Why would you not be? Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but uh, what did you think of the play? No, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought the broadcast was professional. I thought the play was, especially the, the uh, Saturday games. Um, I thought it was top notch. I mean, it, it, it's it looked legit. It didn't look phony or amateur. Yeah, you know, I thought everything about it was positive. We, uh, we, we took a lot of Ubers it. here in Cleveland, and, and and I feel like we didn't bring it up. It just naturally came up. Some of them were listening to Sports Talk Radio. A lot of people are talking about it. There's a good buzz going about it. I'm excited. Twitter, Twitter is a, a yeah. buzz. <laughs> yeah, Ja Rule tweeted that he loved it. All right, I'm well, sure. Shit, there you go. You're, it's murder, baby. Right? <laughs> uh, XFL's murder. Um, I, I feel like I'm sounding like DMX more than. More than uh, Did, well, I, I, I kind of think Jarrell kind of bit DMX's yeah. uh, style there. Uh, perhaps I don't know. Who, yeah, I think DMX was first. I think so. Jarrell was like four foot eight too. But hey, if you like CXFL, I like him. All right. Did, so did he have a little uh, Napoleon complex in his voice there? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Trying to sound and, all tough. <laughs> but uh, hey, I wish success for the guy. If you like CXFL, I'd, you know what? If I was uh, in Hollywood, I'd let him do five more S- S- Steven Seagal movies. He did that uh, that one Seagal movie. Where they break into like a prison. I forget the fucking name of it. Jaw rolled it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who knew? Who knew? Good I actor. Saw, hey, to talk about like, you know, short dudes, DMX is a really short dude. Remember, we saw him in LA one time. That's uh, this, right. This like Irish 
bar. Yeah. You might know the name of it. I don't know the name. Yeah, of it. yeah it was in like Manhattan Beach. That dude, he yeah. came in with like his big ass bodyguards, but he, he was a fucking tiny dude, man. Yeah. Especially, well, five, 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 five six. They, they say I mean. once you smoke crack, you get shorter. D M X. All right, look. Saturday, 11 a.m., the New York Guardians. I like to say the, the, the LaGuardians. <laughs> the New York LaGuardians come at the DC Defenders, two teams that were really impressive week one. NC Nick, dare I say, are the Redskins no longer the team of DC? You can take a subway to this game. You don't got to sit on the beltway and for four hours. Land over and, and pay for like $70 parking spots. <laughs> to, all to see, all to see, you know, Shane Matthews play quarterback. Look, you know, we grew up diehard Redskins fans and, and that whole fan base is so fed up with Daniel Snyder and the yeah. Redskins. Hey man, it's, it's ripe for the picking there. I think it was a great move to have a, a team in DC smart to put it in the city, even though yes. I know, like, even if yes. they sell out, yes, whatever we had friends like that went to the game. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're excited, man. DC defenders. Yeah. So the line is DC minus five, New York guardians, Matt McGloin, former Penn state quarterback played good in his first game, beat um, the Tampa Bay Vipers and my man, my man, Jerry Glanville with two headsets. One was, one was talking to the wife and kids. The other projecting a defense that actually his defense wasn't that bad. It was the offense for Tampa Bay. Aaron Murray looked horrible. He threw a pick six or there was a fumble for a touchdown. Something happened. Point is, is I think his, his, his defense only gave up one touchdown, but that's irrelevant. Cause we'll get to Tampa in a second. The, the New York LaGuardians at the DC defenders, DC minus five Saturday, 11 AM DC ABC. baby DC. I'm on this too. I, I'm predicting DC to get this done. DC's defensive backs that Raheem Moore was good in the NFL. He's there. Uh, uh, they got a guy, Elijah Campbell, who I know Greg McElroy, former Alabama quarterback was really high on saying that this guy should be in the NFL. He had a, he had a block punt and he also had a, uh, a, a touchdown and uh, a pick six. This guy can ball. Cardell Jones looked pretty good. He did. Uh, uh, the, the receiver Ross, uh, uh, game. Rashad Ross. Right. Yeah. AAF leading receiver last right, year. Right. Yeah. He may be finding a spot in my, my daily fantasy lineup this week. Used to be a Redskin. Had a kick return for a touchdown as the Redskins. No shit. Yeah. A few years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the only AF player that scored a touchdown in the NFL. Really? Yeah. Uh, then later on Saturday, we got the Tampa Bay Vipers and Jerry Glanville hit the road again, back-to-back road games going at the Seattle dragons. They're saying this crowd is going to be there for Seattle. Uh, I don't know how the Vipers are two and a half point favorites. I am all over the dragons here. Take the money line on this. I'm going dragons. Yeah. That's a lot of travel. Host, can, hostile environment. Yeah. And Brandon Silver's played well. Look, he threw a pick six, but that's only because Austin Pearl slipped on the turf. It wasn't a bad throw. Our, our uh, elementary school was the Drainsville dragons. Yeah. I'm so going you, the dragons. You represent the dragon dragon pride. <laughs> it's a horrible name. <laughs> You're making welcome to UAB. Just got happy. Right. <laughs> I guess I was a dragon at one point in my <laughs> life. I uh, like that play. Then, okay, we'll move over to Sunday. Sunday, the Dallas Renegades, they get Landry Jones back from doing some drywall. And at the Los Angeles Wildcats, and I might, I'm, there's an 80% chance I'm going to be at this game. The Wildcats, there's turmoil going on. First off, their star quarterback, Josh Johnson, who was on the Redskins starting games, I feel like just like 10 months ago. Um, he reports are now that he's injured. He's going to miss, he missed the, the first game, which really cost them because LA traded their backup, Luis Perez to the New York LaGuardians. So they were forced to go with the third string. 
the Wildcats then got their ass kicked by the Roughnecks, and I don't know what happened, but Pepper Johnson got fired. Then their team captain quit because Pepper Johnson got fired. Uh, what's going on with Winston Moss, who, by the way, was a Miami Hurricane back in the day when you were That's a fan? Right. That's right. Uh, Renegades at the Wildcats. Renegades minus four and a half. I'm of the opinion you got to go Renegades. There's a lot of turmoil going on. Definitely. I mean, we're we're in, we're lockstep here for through the first three games. Uh, Renegades. I, I mean, this is a, an easy play. Cause like LA is not gonna have their quarterback. Yeah, you gotta got wait. a brand new defensive coordinator. You gotta wait to see how that unfolds. I mean, there's no way you can actually put money on, on yeah, a lot of their guys team right captain quit. Just quit the league. <laughs> they said they cut him. Anthony Johnson. I'm referring to, I, I, I don't know. Okay. And this is actually, I think the best game of the weekend next. Well, I don't know. The DC, def- the guardians uh, defenders is pretty good, but this next one, St. Louis Sunday afternoon for the, on the West coast, 3 PM kick FS one. St. Louis Battlehawks at the Houston Roughnecks. I look, I love the Roughnecks. They're playing homage to the Houston Oilers with that helmet. They got my guy, June Jones. They got Chris Miller, Bowl quarterback from the Atlanta Falcons running that offense. Uh, but I still think there's something special about your boy, Jordan Tamu and this Seattle Battlehawks team. The line is Roughnecks minus seven and a half. Are we going for, are we going four for four here? You're taking the points. Yeah. Over fading, a touchdown, come you're, on! You're fading your boy who just lit you up, Philip Walker. Over a touchdown, uh, give me the points. Uh, we still have to wait a few weeks in, until we get a really good feel for these teams. Yeah, well, especially you meantime, don't know how bad LA really is. So in the meantime, it's too many points. I agree. I'm on the St. Louis Battlehawks. We're we're on the same page for all of this well, stuff. That's boring. There you go. That's not good radio. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you feel about my nickname, Pick Dundee? That's uh, classic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer cracking out any one or two? Ooh, three, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, three no. does have a Mike Tyson uh, cameo. One. I, Cause two has that line. This is money and power. I lean one, uh, but two is classic. Also. He's with the Aborigines. He right. goes back. He's, he's D- in the bush. Dundee. Mick yeah. Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, walks away. He's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> like I'm not fucking with that. Yeah. dude. <laughs> Any, any, uh, any, oh, or the, uh, nah, needs garlic. <laughs> that's Luis. That's Luis. Uh, what, Guzman? yeah, Guzman. Yeah. The fucking yeah, actor. He's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, any other, uh, any other eighties movies you would feel like talking about before we get the fuck out of here? Uh, the, give me a good eighties movie that we're forgetting about. Uh, what is that one with the dice clay? Private resort, private resort. That's a classic. <laughs> that is a fun movie. Dice man. Johnny Depp. That's his first acting gig. What's in the bowl, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and see private resort. If you have it, you're going to be entertained. It's got the bad guy from Beverly Hills cop. It's a fucking entertaining film. Only in the eighties. That movie got made. No, that shit that, wouldn't happen. Yeah, now. yeah. There's, there's like some, there's like some nudity for no reason, which is always a plus. <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of tits in this film. <laughs> tits, Dice Clay, and a young Johnny Depp before he got emo. How could you hate this film? Hey, here you right? go. <laughs> before he got scissor hands. All right? <laughs> uh, look, guys, we are the college experience. By the way, NC Nick, uh, going to be publishing ACC. Make sure you check out his column. He's going to write an ACC basketball and football. Oh, he'll be doing football, too. Covering the ACC over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Even if you hate the ACC, even if you think, hey, check it out, because you want to learn about these teams. You want to learn about how shitty Virginia's offense is right in football and basketball, really. Um, but yeah, check it out. He's going to have that column going off at sports You can find NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. You can find the sports gambling podcast on Twitter at 
the SGPN network. Uh, I'm sorry, the SGP network, not SGPN network, the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. And you can find me at the Colby D. But before I leave, I want to tell you guys, please, if you can, we're a separate feed. Now the college experience went separate. I fought to get a separate feed. So if you can please leave some nice comments and a five-star review, we need to build this thing up. So every college football and college basketball fan will just somehow type it into to Google or, or whatever podcast platform they listen to. And all of a sudden we'll come up as one of the top college football and college basketball podcasts. And then they'll listen to it and they'll say, these guys know their shit. Pick Dundee is a fucking legend. So what I need you to do is share that thing. If you can do it on Twitter, come on. I don't ask for much. Before I was doing this, I was doing shtick. I was reading lines. This one, I really mean it. We need some help. Help me help you. All right. Guys, he's NC Nick. I'm Pick Dundee. This is the college experience. You, or anything you want to say? Anything you want to say on, on your way out? No. All right. <laughs> See ya. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. It's time for some straight talk. Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.